You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And you know, one of the things that I you know I love about you know this job is I get to meet really cool people doing cool things. But I know for a lot of you that you know I get the requests and people are like, man, I would love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation, or I wish I was a part of that community, or I wish I was at that event. And for me, that's kind of like the beauty of what I try to do here at the podcast. And so we were just kind of uh, in the lobby. Uh, I might have been doing a little bit of degenning. I was booking my flight back from, or my uh, train back uh, from New York City. We were capturing some video content. <clears throat> and my good buddy, Travi, walked up and we were just kind of jamming out talking about the uh, uh, NFT NYC. And then I, I posed a question to him and he's about 30 seconds into answering it. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. I was like, I need to get you on the pod. Do you mind if I record? And we're about, what, five minutes later after we, we did that, we are now recording the, the podcast. And you might know Travi from Diamond Dogs community, Crypto Chicks community, you know, active in not only many communities, but active on Twitter, supporter of the, of the podcast, you know, active in our Discord as well. And uh, excited to kind of jam out for a little bit on some of the things here in New York, but also just kind of some uh, bigger picture things. So, Travi, thanks so much for uh, jumping on the pod, my friend. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me. It's been quite a week here at uh, NFT NYC. Many days uh, turned into long nights, turned into short hours of rest, and then start over the next day. But, you know, it's been quite a week really getting to meet everybody, making Web3 sort of um, become an IRL. It's been great. Yeah, you know, you know when, I, when you walked up, right, like, I mean, for those that context, right, like we have, we've, uh, we've interacted, you know, a lot on, on Twitter and and on social, and, and even you know, jumped on a couple of videos, uh, you know, I, you know, back a while back, and uh, but then seeing in person, right, it was, it was ran over, giant hug, and then it's like, okay, where else are we going to go hang? How are we going to make this all work? Uh, and you know, and it did feel like uh, you know, for those that we talk about that, right, like, it's like I always say, like, you know, people that you're that connected with in Web three, you know, the hugs are stronger, the, you know, the connections are stronger, but there is something cool about just going IRL. And, you know, we did get to, you know, see each other early. We got to go, you know, a couple of the early parties. But then we also kind of went our own ways and, and done our own things. But I'm curious, give the people a little bit of perspective. Um, what was your Web 2 life and your entry point kind of into Web 3? And, and now, you're, you know, you have, you know, very active roles in, you know, a couple of my favorite communities here on the podcast. But, um, yeah, let us know a little bit, like, how, how did that transition go for you? Yeah, bro. So, my experience has been leading up to this whole Web3 thing. I, I was a teacher. I worked with, with kids with um, disabilities, uh, learning disabilities, behavioral disabilities. And um, so I, I'd been used to really doing a lot of community outreach stuff, um, whether it was working for a school or running special events for a town. I uh, just felt very comfortable just kind of like, you know, kind of building up, you know, other people and, and kind of using sort of the community outreach and also like the promotional side of things. I have a little bit of, uh, you know, marketing and promotions undergrad degrees before I went into education. Um, so, you know, I always felt pretty comfortable with just really like reaching out to different communities. So that was kind of what my whole kind of life was uh, before all this. And then, um, you know, my wife is a, 
a really prominent real real estate agent in uh, northern New Jersey. And I joined her real estate team, uh, and I got this certification called uh, Crypto Certified. So, you know, the market's been crazy. There's a lot of homes that are going for a lot over asking and a lot of people putting in offers on stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, have, I understand crypto. Like, I like NFTs and stuff. Let me see what this crypto certification is like. Uh, so I kind of was able to, to transition some of, like, that background knowledge I had and help some people get... Um, get their homes using crypto and also if they want to sell a home they can you know we can put their home on the blockchain and sell it as an nft so that was like initially how i was just kind of like yeah it's the teaching thing and and reaching out and now combined with sort of this knowledge of of the blockchain and and sort of really a love for this whole space now um combined into into this whole this this travi thing and it, it, what's funny is you know i call it the travi thing because you asked you know what was the web 2 and the transition into web 3 uh you know so i came out here this week and um, you know, I didn't come out necessarily representing a certain brand, but there's so many brands that I love. Like you mentioned, uh, you know, Diamond Dogs with, with Evan Mendoza, right? I'm enjoying being the community, you know, manager for that space, uh, helping to put together promotions. For Crypto Chicks, I was so honored to be like nominated and then appointed to the council there that I just wanted to make sure that like the love that I had for the community, like showing itself through. So I came this week, um, obviously hoping to meet you. Never thought we'd, I'd be sitting here on the podcast with you because, uh, as everybody knows, you know it's, it's, it's the best podcast that you can find for NFTs, NFT talk. Uh, so I just came in, man, just kind of like really put everything out there. Uh, my wife was just like, just be you, just have fun, you know, go meet people. Um, you know, you're going in this full time now, so just enjoy. I couldn't believe, man. Like everywhere I went, people were, e- even people who I look up to a lot like yourself, Travi, you're Travi? Big hug. And it was really making that connection between that, you know, that Web3 and, and the real life. And man, it's been quite a week. Yeah, you know, I love that. And I, you know, I love the background, the, the crypto side. And, you know, just the fact that you're, I mean, that's onboarding Web3 every day, right? And I talk a lot about on the pod, you know, if I can help, you know, at least inspire or educate or open someone's perspective to be able to go take that and run with it in a different way. And I love the way you've run with so many different things. And, you know, I will say, like, we, you know, you know, part of me for like the questions I was even asking, right? Like one of the things that I've been pondering, you know, for those that are thinking about, you know, coming to events or maybe even those that are looking at their wallet, right? One of the things is, you know, it's kind of fun to be active in a lot of projects and have, a, you know, have different, your hands in different things. But, you know, there is that question of like, what is too many projects? And then what is the advantage of like going deep in a project versus having, you know, like, you know, I think when someone looks at liquidity, right, you can get like we can go, we can buy this one project. We can buy two of, you know, two of these three different projects, or we can go, you know, we can go deep and own five or six of one project. And, you know, I think, you know, some of these IRO events that can be like a huge advantage. But in other cases, you know, depending on where you're at, it can all kind of change up. So I'm curious, you know, you, you know, you have you know, your hands in lots of different projects, but you also, um, you know, we're here in literally Crypto Chicks headquarters here in New York. Uh, and you know we both love that project. You know you mentioned the M interview uh, way back when, uh, which is still one of my favorite. And M and Maddie are even more wonderful in person, which is kind of wild to you know see how all that world comes together. But how, what are your thoughts on that question? Like you know for those that are thinking about you know should I go all in on just one project? Should I have like two that are my home base, or should people still kind of keep expanding and kind of thinking kind of outside of just that singular? Uh, you know, couple projects. Yeah, so I think the the short answer is do your own damn research. <laughs> but you know what I love about this week was you maybe you're a holder, maybe you're not a holder. You're going to some of these events and you're meeting founders and you're meeting the teams, and 
there are some things that, you know, I went to and I was like, wow, this person or this team is legit. Like, I'm going to invest more. Um, I'm going to invest more time and more energy. Um, and some of the, the, the things you go out and you meet members of the community and you're like, okay, you know, maybe it's a different vibe than I have. But still, like, it's a great community within, you know, within Web3. So it's really just kind of like going out there and, and trying to meet people. Like, so, yeah, we're at Crypto Chicks headquarters, like you said. And, I mean, it's, it's been an honor and a pleasure to get to hang with the team um, and Maddie and M this week. And if I wasn't already bullish, you know, on the chicks prior to this, um, just getting to know them, um, you know, the ride or die with the community, setting up the events, hanging out till, you know, four o'clock in the morning with the community. Um, and, you know, Dan, they don't stop. And the conversation's always on point. And it's all about building and, and branding and marketing like, like months and years down the road. You know, the same thing, you know, you meet some of these, the, the people from these other teams out here. Um, and I see some of them walking by now. And it, it just makes you really, like, really, if, if you're not here, and not to come out here necessarily and, and shill your own project, but come out here and just, like, rub elbows with people, introduce yourself, and let them believe in you. And, you know, like you said, you know, coming out here to the NFT NYC, you have your podcast, you have your team. They're, I got to meet them. You know, shout out Drew and Allison and, and Chris and everybody I got to meet and Kevin. Um, but I came out here to sort of represented myself, man, and... and my wife and I were just like, listen, it's time to time to bet on yourself. You know, just left my regular nine five to, to come congrats, out here. Congrats! Thank you. You know, coming out here and, and just making sure that you know I showed everybody the the love that that they know that I already have from whether it's like Twitter or Discord, and I, I think that we did a good job of spreading that in real life this week. Yeah, you know, it's funny, and, and a little context, you know, we're sitting here recording in the, the lobby of the Crypto Chicks uh, Hotel, and, you know, some team, some of the members of Lazy Lines ro- just rolled by, uh, some of the members of Bulls and Apes just rolled by, uh, and that's just another thing that's just really cool. Like, I talk about serendipity, and, I mean, this, this, this podcast recording is literally serendipity at its finest. The fact that I just sat down, I was literally waiting for Carter to do something, and then I was degening, which left me there a little bit longer, which then you came down and got to hang out with us. But, you know, you also mentioned something there, you know, you, you, for some of the projects, you know, like, there's a difference between, like, holding, you know, 10 or 15 and making it get a bag full versus, like, holding a couple that, like, mean a lot to you, right? And I'm curious your experience on, like, maybe, like, some people call it, like, the factions within the projects. You know, others, there's, like, the OG version versus the, the current version. Um, and then there's also ones where, like, you know, there's a whale or inner circle, right? I know I'm a part of a couple of those, like, groups. I'm curious from your like your view like how do you how do you think of that like a, like an overarching and then how do you think of that in like what people can think about join when they're joining uh, a, a new community what are the things they should be thinking about when they're joining these different communities Yeah I think within this world here it's it's everyone's look, looking at it from a little bit of a different entry point um, you know of course there's a lot of people who want to come in and, and make money and, and do the flipping thing and you know that's that's one way to do it and another way to do it is you find something that you want um to hold on to for some reason you know and sometimes it's for the art and you really appreciate the art and the artist and sometimes it's for the utility and this week alone i mean just from you know being a holder of some of these things i I went to um it was called elite ape fest it was the after party for ape fest on um on tuesday and because spotty wi-fi who's an nft hip-hop artist i have you know, his NFT, I was able to get access to this thing that if you didn't have it, you basically needed to be like a board ape or a mutant ape holder to get into. And, you know, got in there and, you know, perennial all-star basketball player, uh, NBA players, DJing, 
um, you know, some other celebrities there. It's just, it's just creating this, this access point. Um, and, you know, and the same thing happened, like for, you know, one of the other things we talked about, the, the Fly Fish Club, which is, you know, Gary Vee's um, restaurant group. That's a token that I hold too. And there was an exclusive party yesterday for, for holders. And um, they actually opened up, I think there were some tickets available if, if people wanted to purchase but you know you go in there and and you're meeting these people and you're just like wow I would never have been able to to get into this without that utility but then you know you're talking about more of like the 10k and the factions and those kind of things every project has a little bit of a different look at that like even with crypto chicks like this isn't any sort of inside information it's just like the community we've talked about like should we should we kind of group up should we talk about you know some people love like the rainbow makeup some people love the Yankee uh, you know the baseball hats and, and you do see that happening in certain communities. So I think if the community is going to take it on and, and provide sort of their own value to it, cool. But I think like the, the ownership and the whole community should always benefit from that. And you don't necessarily want to just have um, like one trait or, or a different trait just kind of getting like, I don't know, like all the perks or, or being gatekeepers to, to a club that the rest of the community of that exact same NFT can't can't access so that's the only that's the only kind of negative thing i see with it but other than that i mean building community and, and you know understanding whether you're going to discord you're following twitter do your research get to know the people and if you can do any real life events and really get to meet these owners um, and founders and artists like you and i've been able to do this week you get a, a much better sense of the, of the project i love that take and uh you know i'm team pink so uh you know crypto chips team pink all day long that's not a surprise to to anyone that's out there you know um we actually had carter you know the video creator here on the our team uh i voluntold him to come on the podcast uh the other day and he, he was jamming out and he covered a little bit about imposter syndrome and you know he does identify himself as a creator so i guess my first question for you you know you and i have gone back and forth and you know i remember you were doing those early twitter spaces and I kind of felt you a little bit sandbagged me a little bit because uh, I thought you were like, man, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing these Twitter spaces. I love your support. I, you know, I'm a little nervous with what's going on. And I get in there and you literally are running the show. Like you manage the conversation. You are 100% natural. And just for context, like I know that's not a skill everyone has. But I love like I got in there. I'm like, I, I messaged you like right. Like I, mean, I was probably in there 10 minutes. And I'm like, Travi, come on now. Like you, you got this under control. But. I'm curious, like, do you identify, have you, have you identified yourself as a creator kind of over the last many months or even prior to? And then the second part is talk a little bit about how you kind of just leaned in and you found, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say this for you and you can say I'm wrong or not. You've found a lot of your, your skill sets uh, in other spaces have transferred very nicely into web three, even if you didn't even see that synergy for uh, going forward. Yeah. I think a big thing for me is um, I'm going to be authentic regardless. Like I'm not really a negative person when it comes to a lot of the space um i don't really like i don't really like fud um, they call me the fud whisperer uh, or, the, or the fud squisher um but yeah you know like i mentioned earlier having worked with with kids and doing community outreach um you're just trying to hold you know other people in a, in a really nice light and that's what being a teacher was and yeah you know truth be told like I went into the inner city like that's I, some of my kids were gang members and you know I was the only positive male role model in some of their lives and many of them like the only white dude who they had as a teacher probably um for their whole life and it was like the inner city area surrounding Newark New Jersey like the stolen car capital of the world and um you know I think that just being comfortable and just remembering like 
to show how I feel, you know, like you, like you always say, like, and I see you have your wristband, like be yourself. I have so much love for people and so much like not, you know, love for web three and a tech or whatever. But when I love something, I have no problem sharing that. And I think that's what, you know, allowed me to, to, you know, get on that council for, for crypto chicks, because, you know, it wasn't just like a voting to get on. It was like, okay, now you have to make sure that the community is well represented. People are DMing me and asking me questions all the time. And, you know, and they know I have these, the meetings with the founders and I don't know, like I said, dude, you, you know, just kind of betting on, betting on yourself to just um, be confident in your skills that you have prior to coming in here. But, you know, you, and you did. You talked about imposter syndrome. I think a lot of us have it. Like, I didn't even want to talk on a Twitter space. Like, for things that I had, like, like 10 or, or 15 of the NFTs, I was still, like, and, and also, too, like, I'm a kind of a newer dad, so most of it, <laughs> there was screaming toddlers <laughs> in the background. But, yeah, even on, even on like, some of the... The earlier like crypto chicks things or some of your spaces like I would just listen and I'd be a little bit too nervous to, to, to raise my damn hand but eventually I did I popped into your your discord um, you know talk with a couple of the other people and they were just like dude like the, the you that you are in the discord and the love that you show just just be that and you said that to me and that's why you know Evan Mendoza and I were just like you know what let's let's make this you know this weekly Twitter space a thing and yeah, yeah, it could be a community space, but it's been really cool. Ever since we started it, people who have listened have wanted to come on, different brands, different founders, wanted to do different interviews. We've done like 10 or 12 by now. We had, you've been on, Meta Athletes have been on, and Crypto Dads have been on, and MMAD from Crypto Chicks have been on, and it's been quite a ride, and I'm, I'm only getting started. I don't even think I've got started yet. Uh, I like that. I like that. And I would say, like, you know, you said showing the love, right? I think when we say being ourselves and being authentic, when you do it from a place of like a love for others and lo- and sharing what you love, it's not that actually hard, right? And I think the part of it, like being authentic, like being authentic does not give you permission to be an asshole, right? And I think like there's sometimes people that kind of take that on there and you're like, hey, remember, like if you're authentic and people don't like you, that's kind of how it works too, right? And you know, I'll say like, you know, I was just thinking about like the, the, you know, the context of where we're at right now. We're sitting you know, in a hotel lobby. We found like, our own little corner here. You know, the two of us probably, you know, we, you know, probably in our, our in our Web 2 worlds, right, we walk to our own beat, right? We kind of dress the way we want to dress. We kind of live the way we want to live. But in this Web 3 world, I think it's like, this is like our home that, that that's like a beautiful thing, right? Like it's, it's not only welcomed, but, you know, for anyone that, you know, kind of thinks from the outside in, right, there, there can be stereotypes. There can be, um, you know, some biases. And yes, there's still a lot of things that need fixed and, and improved. But like, you know, when we're talking about like projects that we love, you know, one of them is a, you know, women led women founders, you know, uh, Amanda, uh, you know, an artist coming on with, you know, the Phoenix. And, you know, there's something just something beautiful about like our ability to kind of show up. And, you know, you're a new dad. So congrats. And and, and that on that club. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's also probably why you were able to not get much sleep at, at this in New York, <laughs> even not getting much sleep at home with the kids as well. Uh, I'm curious, you know, as you, you know, leave you know, NFT NYC and you think about it from, you know, investment of your time, investment of what you have going on. You're like, where are you looking at spending more time at um, kind of moving forward? And what would be like, some of your advice for those that are, you know, maybe at the spot you were at where you were like, you know what, like, I want to be more involved. Like you got on the social council with Crypto Chicks. You dove in at community management with, uh, you know, with uh, Evan and the Diamond Dogs. For those that are like at that moment where they want to lean in more on Web3, but they just haven't, you know, figured out where that spot is. What would, you, what would be your advice for them? Sounds cheesy, man, but, you know, like, believe in yourself. The real thing, but beyond believing in yourself, is really just have no fear. You know, Web3, I, 
I mean, even some of these really interesting parties and gatherings here in the city where, you know, and I, I grew up in Jersey not far from here, and I remember stressing out if, if I was going into the city, like, I need black shoes, I need to make sure my pants aren't baggy and I have to have a button-down on. Um, and, you know, you come in here and... You know, there's some people going to an event and they're in suits and right behind them in line is somebody who's been, you know, wearing the, the same T-shirt, um, you know, from, you know, the time that they woke up in the morning to go to like to the conferences and go to different parties. And it really is a come as you are kind of thing. And, you know, whether you're, you're coming in to try to network or you're coming in here to learn more nobody's going to judge you like it's a lot easier to be keyboard warrior and fud people and judge them from you know behind their computer when you're here in person like it you know people have their little pockets of side conversations about like things they believe in or what projects are going to be good but you know i'm walking around i came in here not thinking i was going to hang out with anybody the whole week i was just like yeah i'm going to maybe meet a couple people go to a couple parties and, and like learn a lot at the convention i spent a lot less time at the convention a lot more time hanging out with people and it's just about having no fear. I mean, I'm walking around, you know, I have a Bob Marley tattoo. I have a Wu-Tang tattoo. I'm, I'm not hiding. I'm not, I'm not putting on, you know, a suit uh, uh, to, to come and do this. But, you know, if it was something that required that, I'd have no fear and I'd walk into a business meeting just the same. And, um, you know, I, I think as people are starting to get kind of their, their feet wet or you kind of say, like, have a little bit of fun, splash around in the space a little bit, just figure out something that you connect with because, it's one thing, like I said, if you want to purchase something and you want to sell it and you want to make money, but that's not going to really resonate with you for the long term. Have something that you believe in, if it's a project or if it's a founding team, if it's the utility behind something that is worth writing home about. And when you're getting your, your early stuff, like I, I got a couple of rugs early, I know you did, and that was just more like to learn the process, you know. But as time goes on, you understand a little bit more about what the, the blockchain and the utility is for some of these things, the sky is the limit. So, you know, anybody wants to, to hit me up and, and have a little bit of a conversation, um, I, could, I could talk to you more in depth on a personal level. Um, I'm Travi.eth or at Mr. Travis Though on Twitter. And um, I have no problem just being available for anybody who has any questions wanting to start out. And I can I can a thousand percent back that up, my friend. You you have a, a reputation through our Discord. Uh, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't like you, and I and I, that's that's a rare thing. I think a little bit in this space as well, right? Because and it's okay that everyone doesn't like you, but I also love. I think part of that is that authenticity. And you know, I'm definitely a Wu Tang fan and, and a Bob Marley fan as well. So uh, you know, actually, I was talking last night about you know a Method Man Red Man concert that I went to that opened up a lot of doors for me in, in a in a crazy real you know world. But you know, I also think you know something you mentioned there about. You know, I had a question for you, and I think I've been meaning to ask you this for a while, and I just never have. You know, a lot of people get in this space, and they get to the point where, you know, and we see it every day just about you become a collector, you love a couple of projects, you find a couple more projects, you get rugged probably, you start to like kind of figure out your room, and then you immediately say, I want to create my own collection, or I want to create my own thing. For you, you kind of lean in on a couple of projects. What are, what, what are your thoughts on like, you know, creating one, you know, Travi's uh, project versus like maybe right now, you know, building that Web3, you know, trust? Because I think for so many people, they jump the shark, right? And they, you know, and I'm sure you've heard it. Like, you know, I know, I mean, actually, I ran into someone yesterday and he's like, I just don't understand how you don't have your own project out yet, Fanzo. And I'm like, well, you also know that we can kind of, kind of find our own paths to, and, and the timing for, 
for us will be a little bit different. So how did, how did you look at that? Have you looked at like what is what would a project that you would want to create look like? Um, and you know, kind of talk to us through a little bit of that because I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now that you know we put that survey out and a lot of people hold you know 30 to 50 NFTs in our community, uh, which is you know a big bag. So let's just be clear. There's that's a lot of uh, NFTs. But I know a lot of people kind of jump immediately to like, okay, my spot in Web3 must be creating my own project. But I don't think that's the only way. What, what's your take? Yeah, I have a couple of ideas, but um, I guess never say never. I, I don't want to start something um, for a cash grab. Um, that's not really how I am. Um, you know, money and, and ETH and all that stuff um, is important, but it, it motivates different people at different levels. And I think that the, the things that I love about the communities and, you know, the NFTs that I have and Web3 that I have, um, I'm celebrating those things and I'm learning a lot through that. And if the time comes where, you know, I'm a little bit more on the creator side or something like that, um, you know, I'll certainly hit you up and let you know. But I think right now it's just about, like, getting the word out about the space, the everyone's saying oh you know we're still early and those kind of things um and there's a bear market but you know we all know like those of us who keep working those of us who keep learning during the bear market are going to be ready for when there is a bull market and it's just right now like spreading awareness and the love and everything that i've gotten to know about the communities that i will ride or die for are the things i want to celebrate and help onboard as many people as possible so whether it's the going to the baseball games, um, if you have you know a Diamond Dog NFT, or if it's um, getting you know getting the NFT three sixty five and getting the ADHD coins, and if it's you know the, the crypto chicks and some of the branding that they're you know going to be coming out with, um, and some of the things that you're able to access from there, or the Flyfish Club, like go, going to these exclu- exclusive events, like. You know, I can't even name some of the people who have the Flyfish Club token because I'm not allowed because they're private, but they're like A-listers. And it's, it's just about celebrating the things that make Web3 Web3 that you really, really believe in. Because like I said, money can motivate you, but me personally, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a girl dad like you. I have two little ones. Um, so, you know, making sure that, you know, we put food on a table is important. Um, but but love, man, like that Bob Marley, one love sort of spirit of things is what motivates me. Actually, inside my wedding ring, it's, my wife actually engraved one love on it. My daughter's middle name is Marley. Um, my entire intention is embodying that spirit of, of, of what one love is. And it's that we can all be celebrated. Um, what, you know, whether you're talking diversity, you're talking about experiences, you're talking about backgrounds, this is probably a much longer answer than you were hoping for, buddy. No, it's not. No, I'm loving every second of this. And we have another sync there because uh, my daughter is when I text my, you know, my 12, my oldest is 12 now. Uh, I end every text message with one love. No, and no way. I swear to God. And, and, and it came down to my daughter's just time. To, you know, we, we talk, talk a lot about, you know, showing up as yourself. And I always say like my, like I know I've done good in life when my daughter's, you know, as they grow up, they're comfortable in their own skin, knowing that you know being themselves is their peace, and a lot of that comes down to one love. And you know, so I, like, as you were going there, I, I was like, you hit me an emotional side, not only girl dad, but like we have that you know synergy. And you know, I also say, you know, I appreciate the you know, it's never, it's not only never say never, but it's also like, you know, I I'm such a big so bullish in collaboration, right? And I you know. 
I see you and I working together on some things together. And I, you know, Drew and I have talked about, you know, what does it look like to expand, you know, not only our team as far as NFT 365, but teams within projects, right? Like what meta athletes can provide, uh, you know, other projects and ways that we can bridge these gaps. You know, one of the things that hit me that it's probably kind of, this is kind of going now full circle a little bit, but, you know, you said, you mentioned you're on the social council for uh, crypto chicks. I know for a lot of our audience, they don't really understand, like, didn't, maybe they don't even realize that some projects have a social council. Others maybe have heard of it, but they're not really sure what that role is. Can you talk a little bit just but you don't have to give away any crazy alpha. Um, but, you know, just curious, like from, a, you know, you, I remember you, you know, you reached out and you're like, hey, I'm up for this. Uh, and I, I remember, you know, I, I hit up uh, the Maddie and M and I was like, yeah, the best decision you can make is make sure that, you know, Travi's involved in that. And I loved that, you know, a lot of that came uh, to life. But talk to a little bit like what that looks like and then like what, you know, how you look at that as like, you know, your ability to play in CryptoChicks even a little bit more. But also really, what does it do for the owners of CryptoChicks holder? Because you know, I know a lot of our listeners are like, I, I get messages all the time. Like, Brian, you mentioned a project 10 times in a month. I'm going to just buy it. It's just the way it works. Uh, so talk us a little bit about that social council and what it looks like from your side and what your overall thoughts on that are. Yeah, well, thank you for putting that word in for me. Um, it did come down to a vote. Luckily, the community voted uh, voted me onto the council. That was sort of like the last round. Um, I was completely surprised and floored about it. But so what, what they wanted to do was once, you know, Em and Maddie and, and the team took over, they wanted to make sure that it was um, not just community driven, but like really supporting the community in ways that um, you know, it seemed like maybe some places or some NFT projects and brands were, were doing or trying to do, um, but they were very creative and very purposeful about their process in doing that. So they put together um, an advisory board, which is, um, you know, sort of like a longer term. Um, some I don't, I don't really want to name drop, but you can kind of go on to uh, the Women Labs website and you can kind of see who's on the advisory board. Some very um, prominent people. I've actually had a chance to hang out with them at, at the Crypto Chicks party last night. So they're, they're more of sort of like the long-term, uh, you know, kind of thought leaders. And then uh, there's the other circle is, is this council that I so proudly serve on. Um, there's seven of us. It's, you know, it's, um, you know, men, women, you know, it's, it's, it's not just chicks. It's not just dudes. Um, and, and what it does is it, it allows the members of the community, many of them I got to meet this week, um, to reach out to us, let us know how they're feeling. And they, they know that we have a direct line to you know, our, our team, whether it's M or Maddie, um, or Jenna or, you know, Esther or Kira or Jack. And I know there's one more that, that that was recently hired. Um, but you know, they know that we have their back and also too, as M and Maddie got to meet me a little bit more in person as the, the COO and the CEO, like they know I'm not just typing on, on the keyboard just saying like, hey, everybody, like you should buy this stuff. So like the ones I have are worth more. And then I can tell them like that's not really like that's not really kind of where I'm coming from. I'm, like I said earlier, it's it's about what I believe in. And um, a big part of why I got into some of these women led projects and I hate calling them women led projects, whatever. But, you know, for a while, like that was sort of what everybody was calling it. And, you know, having two little girls at home. I really wanted to start building their wallets for them. So when they got older, they'd have something to look back on. And then when I learned a little bit more like about crypto chicks and the team and the people who are at the top of, of running this, I said, you know what? I, I, I love this. Um, I don't just love it for the art and, and the utility cases that I know are, are coming. Um, but, you know, when I had a chance to my first Zoom call with Em and Maddie, I was just I was like, wow, like if I wasn't already bullish on this, just from meeting them. Um, 
in the first Zoom call, I was just like, holy cow, like, this is going, I don't want to say to the moon, but you know what I'm saying. And, you know, being that there's such a strong foundation in celebrating women and, and, and everybody um, within Crypto Chicks, because it's not just sort of sectioned off. It's celebrating everybody, celebrating the community. What I want is 10, 20 years, hopefully a lot longer if I'm, when I'm gone, for my daughters to look back and, and see what I did with a brand called Crypto Chicks. Like, oh, my, you know, my dad, who's got a flat brim hat on and tattoos right now and Jordans, is on a council for something that he absolutely loves and will stand by forever, and that's Crypto Chicks. Um, so it means that not only am I always going to support them and ride or die, I think that the leadership team knows I'm not going anywhere and I'll be an ambassador for the space. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not here necessarily for the, you know, for the, for the money and the, and the finance part of it, though that would be nice. Um, here for really here to spread that love, man, and stuff I believe in. Love, 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 love all of this, my friend. And I will tell you, you know, it hits me in the feels too, right? I, we have, you know, I have a ledger for each of my, my girls, my daughters. And uh, unfortunately, only two of them have a crypto check because my one daughter refuses to pick which one she wants. Uh, and she's like, Daddy, they keep changing what's on the floor. And I'm like, as long as we're looking on the floor right now, I'm okay. But, um, you know, I have to get my third, I get, get my youngest to uh, make a damn decision <laughs> on which uh, crypto chick she wants, uh, which, you know, is part of like that, that fun, right? Like finding the ones you, you kind of relate to. And, you know, I've told the story many times. Like, I mean, crypto chicks was the first one where I put one, I, f- I went through the entire collection. I remember, you know, it was a couple nights in a row and I found one that I was like, man, that's the one I want. All right. That's the one. It was the pink hair. It was the neck tattoo. It was, you know, exactly the one I wanted. And I had four at the time, and I was like, I'm going to flip these four for that one. And, and that, was the, that was the outcome, and I ended up, ended up having, like, you know, it's one of those cases I was, like, just short, point, like, zero, one ETH of getting the one I wanted. And I was like, no, and I ended up being able to get it. Now I've been able to, you know, build on that one and, and have my ones for my daughters. Well, what's your youngest daughter's name? Uh, Logan. Logan, listen. Logan, if you're listening to this, check out my digital wallet. Not my ledger, because those are not going anywhere. But if you look at Travi.eth or the username is Travi Meta, I've got four crypto chicks in that wallet. Pick the one you want; it's yours. Oh, you're you're the man. Oh man, I, I, Logan will love that, and and you know, she'll also probably punch me for you know talking about her on the show because she's she's that wild eight year old that is uh, she's the little me that's for sure. Uh, the last question I wanted to ask: It came up today. It came up. Uh, yesterday came out the day before here uh, at this space. You know, I think you know two of us are not only loud and proud girl dads, but uh, we are advocates and allies. And I can say that because you know it's kind of weird. It's, it's weird saying like self-identifying that, um, but you know people have come up to me and said, Brian, can you help our community teach other men to be better allies and advocates? And and I also put out you know, I've, and I've said this before. That also needs the projects that are that are welcoming that and, and and opening those doors, right? And I'm, you know, if you look at our bag for this collection, we we have here. I mean, we have amazing projects that are in all walks of life, but some of them are better at making that space. Others, you know, we, we're all working together. But I'm curious, you know, um, I've been getting the question a lot, and so when you think about it from like the the men that are out there that look at the collection and say, wait, it's all women PFPs. Like what is my role there? And you jump in the Twitter, you jump in the Discord, and you know there's certain conversations in there that are not conversations that we are a part of. You know, I'm a we focus on this truly, you know, diversity and inclusion uh, is that we all have to kind of be together. We can't keep these silos. But it's it, it can be scary for for some men to figure out like what their role is, and I think other men want to have that role. 
but ha- really haven't stepped up yet. How do you answer that? Because I think I would love just your take on that. So my, my background is a little bit different because I've been working with such diverse, you know, clients and, and kids and families and stuff basically since like the mid-90s. So I can understand how it would be, whether it's intimidating or it's just a little bit out of your comfort zone to come from, you know, maybe more of a tech or finance world where, you know, you're just kind of, not that it's a not that it's a bros club, but you're just really maybe not surrounded by as many people, at least, you know, in, in a social setting like sort of this week. Um you know, I think you just need to find, like I said earlier, find the thing that you are maybe good at, maybe comfortable with, and how that, how can that lend itself into into Web3, right? And then how can you leverage that to be not just a better person for Web3, but like how can you leverage that to be a better person for yourself? And think about the the impact that you can make. Like this is such a brand new space. Like, you know, we, we joke a lot of times because... Um, talk about like coming, you know, having a seat at the table. And then Maddie and Emma was talking about building the table, like the women in this world are building the table. But I want to get to a point where we stop talking about like women building the table or men building the table. It's just like we're building the table. And I know how cheesy that sounds to everybody listening. But the reality is you know, this, if, if everybody in this space was exactly the same, it'd be pretty f- freaking boring. Boring. So... Find something that you're comfortable with contributing to this space, or you can sit back and kind of kind of play around, or you could watch from the sidelines and be an investor, and that's pretty cool too. But just know that there's a lot of really interesting, a lot of really brilliant people coming together, and many of them coming from different backgrounds where they weren't so, it, it wasn't really as sort of person to person. Maybe it was behind a computer. And a lot of Web3, as we know, is is behind a computer, but... As the world's kind of opening up more and there's more of the events and there's more of the utility cases beyond the, behind these things, we have to do better. Like men in general have to do better to just be, be proud of who you are um, as, as a man, but also understand that sometimes you have to stand alongside some other people too. And if you're not used to it, you just got to make a point to do it. And the more that you get to know some of these women in this space, I don't think you're, like I said, I don't think you're going to be looking at it as like women-led projects anymore or, you know, how can I do, you're just going to be a better overall person. And honestly, that's really what we need here. Could not agree more. And I mean, for me, when I rep that, you know, that PFP, you know, Crypto Chicks, I wear that one a lot on Twitter and, you know, I do it for many reasons, right? And, uh, you know, proud to be a part of that community, proud of what that community represents, but it's also proud of the opportunities that we have to like share, share the light and, and amplify the light. And the truth is, I think as a whole, we have to get better at being comfortable at being uncomfortable. And if you're not, stop saying that you want to make change. Stop saying that you believe in Web3 being different because until you, are, you get to the spot where you can get comfortable being uncomfortable... And that can mean everything from introvert to extrovert, from, you know, male into a project that might be, you know, the utility might lean uh, more towards gender based. But I couldn't agree more on the idea that we do have to move to a place where this isn't uh, you know, as prevalent. But we also have to have events and spaces that stop putting mantles together. And, uh, you know, this this event, you know, you know, from the from the high level, there was some there was some great diversity that I saw um, on what they're putting on panels. And, I, and you know, that I've I've been someone that's very loud about that. I, I've removed myself from events uh, in the past that uh, when the representation doesn't you know, be there, and I, and I don't even make that known when that happens, right? Because to me, you know, doing that to get credit or you know, validation is just, you know, that's more self-centered you know, uh, BS that we don't need. So, Travi, I love your point of view on that, man. I love your heart. I appreciate, you know, when you talk about you know, giving love, and I think it was that very first answer you gave me on 
you know, like your what you found was it's all you do is need to you know hold others up and allow that light to shine on them, right? I, if I had to give that, you know, the advice for those that want to, maybe you want to get to the comfortable spot that, you know, Travi and I are at, I, I just say like, you know, the beauty of it is, is, is if you can be yourself and give people access to who you are while shining the light on them, man, is it magical, right? It is, it is a ride. It is something you believe in. It's where our heart's at. And so, um, you know, Travi, thanks so much for jumping on here. I mean, I just literally kidnapped you for about 40 minutes uh, from the lobby on the morning after, you know, we were out until the wee hours of the night. And, uh, you know, this will be one of my favorite interviews I've done in a good while. And it's, uh, it's, it's going to continue. This, of course, will be not be the last. And I appreciate your support. And I appreciate the kind words. And you've always reached out publicly and privately on, you know, either you know, things that you liked or, or comments or, Hey, I love this quote. And I just want to say that publicly that, you know, that meant a lot to me, right. You know, through this journey, you know, as much as, you know, things are, are successful and we're, we're, we're doing some amazing things with teams. It's, it's great to have uh, an ally and a friend that will, you know, also keep me up, you know, keep me in check. Right. Or, uh, you know, and I'll say like, there's a couple of times where I've mentioned chicks, uh, in a podcast or even dogs in a, in a podcast. Um, and you, and I'll mention them once and you'll be like, you'll message me like, dude, thanks so much for the mention. And for those founders out there, like that's who you want in your community. That's who you want as owners. Those that are like taking that, like he's saying thanks for mentioning a project that, you know, yes, you're taking a role on, but it's, it, it's your, your belief in that project and your ability to kind of, uh, you know, show you care and you embody that, my friend. So uh, any last words for you? You know, it's funny you say that because I think you can sum that up into, into one word and that's listen. Like listen to what's going on in the space. Don't wait for your turn to talk. As important as it is for you to get your vantage point out there and your ideas out there, especially if you're a thought leader listening to this, and shout out all you who are doing so much in this, let's remember to listen, okay? If I message Fanso and I say, thanks for mentioning something, he knows I'm listening, right? And it's not just like listening to the podcast or listening to what's going on on Twitter. It's listening to everything in this space, like... Keep an eye on things, maybe things that you're not even necessarily involved with, something you're not invested in. What are people doing? And what are they doing to make this place better? Because I don't know about you, bro, but the more I see, the more I kind of have an intuition on the, this project has good founders or this is probably just a cash grab or this might be a rug or whatever. And just do what you can. I'm going to close out with this. Do what you can to be a better person for Web3. Do what you can to be a better person for yourself. And I'm, in, I'm not going anywhere. And if you want to come on this ride with me, um, I'd love for you to, you know, connect with me on, on Twitter. Like I said, it's Travi.eth or at M-R-T-R-A-V-I-S-T-H-O. Mr. Travis, though. And, um, yeah, love to, to stay on this ride with you, Fanzo. And I love what you're doing um, for the entire space and the entire community. So anything that I get into that I think is going to be good, um, I'm going to you know, keep sharing with you. So hopefully we'll, we'll be meeting at the fly fish club in person with Gary V and, you know, having a nice meal. I look forward to my friend. And, uh, thank you for that. We'll make sure all the links for, for all the things we mentioned are in the show notes. And, um, I I mean, I think you wrapped it up beautifully. I'll just, you know, leave it with uh, one love for sure.